0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. I want to talk on one particular thing that is very, very important in all our talk as Christians and as covenant children of God. And I want you to pick it from uh, Genesis chapter 15. Can I just put it on there, verse 6? I just want you to see something. This is 15.6. Amen. Okay. Very quickly. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, verse 1, saying, Do not be afraid, uh, Abraham. I am your shield. (laughs) Your exceedingly great word.' But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless, And the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. See, in other words, can't we just rest on a and just? Then Abraham said, look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my hair, which is true. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your hair. Uh, don't help me. But one who will come from your own body shall be your hair. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and come the stars. If you are <clears throat> able to number them, and he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Wow. I hope you understand this this, this was a dialogue. The type God has with his covenant, children. Okay. Verse six is where I'm going. And he, Abraham, believed in the Lord. And he, God, accounted it to him for righteousness. So I want us to look at this word believe today. Uh, But to set the ball rolling, I want you to see something following this. He believed. After God said to him, after he brought him out, and he told him, look up, count the stars. But you know what led to that? He had said to God, see, look, we've been saying this thing for a while. Come on, God. I mean, you saw me until I was 75. Then you came at 75. And since then, why don't we just make it a laser? Simple. God said, no. And so he brought him out. He said, No. He said, I'm talking. See, see. When I say you have the child, I'm saying, Why are you trying to make it easy for me? Come to this house. So shall your descendants be. And Abraham believed. And as far as God was concerned, that settled the matter. Believe. God accounted that for righteousness. For right standing. Can I explain further? Anybody can say it is wrong. It is rubbish. God says it is correct. That's right standing. It's not up to human judgment. It's not up to the devil's idea. When God says you are right. You are correct. This is 100% you are That's what God was saying. Correct about what? That what I said is what you have accepted and it's what will happen. But everything around you is saying opposite. In fact, we are beginning to think that you are mad. But God says you are correct. But follow me. Then God said to him, "I am the Lord, who brought you out of all of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit." And he said, "Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it after what just happened? That brought such a conviction." By the way, what we're doing today is meditating. What we do, what we try to preach is to meditate on the word of God. Make it as simple as you can. Don't complicate matter. A lot of times people try to impress people by themselves. That's why we don't get results. But let me assure you there are results here today in the name of Jesus. There are results in Jesus' name. Because his name will be glorified in Jesus' name. How we started this on Thursday was it, it, it was so strong in my spirit man. He so said, If there was anybody in the hall who thought that the situation has been so long protracted, I mean, you've fasted, you've prayed, you've come for deliverance, you've gone to seminars, home and abroad, everything. And you see, you are still fasting, you are still praying, you are still vigilant. Come on. And then, and of course, you're not just sitting down doing nothing. You've employed all the scientific methods. Of so you are trying, and you have tried. And because of that, you have been to assume that probably it's not your call. It can be everybody, every other person's blessings, no mine. So if such people were around, I told them to come out. Oh my God, because of this conviction. They came. So when they came here, we didn't lay hands. They started shaking and falling. Because God would deal with them himself. So we want to shake some limits this morning, in the next 15 minutes. He said, "I'm the Lord." Then he said, he said, in verse eight, "Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it?" Okay. So God said to him, "Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon." Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two, in two down the middle, that is, sliced, no, longitudinally, and placed each peace opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. This was between God and Abraham. Now, when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham and behold, horror, and and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abraham, then God said to Abraham, No, certainly, That your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years. No, he's gone beyond. Your descendants will be many. He is now telling him what will happen to his descendants. But that whoop, I felt the fire, uh-huh. and that was coming out of God proving Himself through a covenant. So when I speak to you, it's backed by the blood of Jesus. People can read the words. You can read it many ways. You can read it, can read it culturally, traditionally, academically. But when it becomes a revelation to you, something will happen. 14. And also the, na- the nation whom they serve, I will judge, Afterwards, they shall come out with great possessions. Now, as for you, Abraham, ah, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. God has gone beyond. He will I have a child? Will I not have? Hey, you will have. have, have. have. There'll be many, and this will happen to them. You, you will grow very old. So, what else do you want? But you see, all these ones are coming after Abraham believed. And it shall come to pass when the sun went down and it was dark that behold there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between these pieces on the same day that the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying to your descendant, can you hear it again? Your descendants, your descendants, your descendants, uh, he was doubting and he was in and out. He was out. You can be doubt. you can be in and out. God is stable. It's a covenant keeping God. It's what will not pass by without being fulfilled? To your descendants, I have given this land from the river. Then he described. Now look at the interesting thing. We are at the end of 15 now. Look at chapter 16. Look at 16. Now Sarai. Abraham's wife had borne him no children. But what had God been dialoguing with Abraham? All, all this while. Of which it is said that he believes, and it is already counted for him for righteousness. And then it now he look, 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 look. Let me show you this. He's sealed by the blood. Covenant he showed him. He, he made sure it was part of the covenant. And the smoking fire went in between. He saw God going between it. That if, if if I don't do what I say, let it be God was saying, let it be to him like the animals that were God I wonder who will cut God into two. God was saying, it's impossible for me not to do what I've said. Covenant. Thereafter, see what happened. Now, Sarai, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. I shared an Egyptian mid-servant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abraham, see now the Lord has restrained me. From bearing children please go into my maid perhaps i shall obtain children by her and abraham heeded the voice of Sarai. hallelujah <laughs> the next verse trouble the very next verse trouble don't do it your way Did God's way? My question here is this Did God fulfill his promise? Come on, talk to me. Did Abraham get a child through Sarah? Uh, did his descendants did they come out many? Were these captives in a foreign land? What? If I, God says so much about that? Did Abraham leave to be old? Okay. So now let me tell you where I'm going. When we say that a man believes, that means that the man is transitioning from a hopeless end a place of endless hope. Can I say it again? The man from from a dry place where nothing is happening or where everything happening is so negative to a place where God's promises are totally fulfilled. That is believing. So believing is a journey. And you don't ever end that journey until the total fulfilment. Because I used to wonder, I say, if God, if God counted it for righteousness, how come He was still doing this? Then maybe the mercy of God. Maybe God just kind of will show Him mercy and take Him along. Truly, then God reminded me of the Scripture in the in the Gospel. Because I mean, it just Mark nine twenty three. Remember the father of the epileptic boy. And how Jesus had just finished manifesting Himself to the three, the three big ones—Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration—and those three had a special knowledge of Jesus than any other person. Can I be frank to you? We all have the same revelation of Jesus to be born again, and that's why we're here. we are here. we were not at the same level of revelation. That's what in the Bible they call maturity or growth. Praise the Lord. But the truth is this: where I'm going is this. Whatever God has said concerning you is coming to pass. In the name of Jesus, is coming to pass. Oh, did you hear me? Yes, sir. So when the, when when Jesus came down from the Mount of Transfiguration with these three, with that kind of revelation of Jesus, I mean, they just they were like, man. <laughs> their level of revelation was better than the others because they've seen him in a way nobody had ever seen him. But what they saw was that there was a crowd around the disciples. And as Jesus approached, people rushed towards him and was asking, what's going on? What's going on? Before anybody could talk, the one that talked was one that really was expecting the miracle. So that's why when you come to church and some people are just sitting down looking, don't because of them, sit down, look, if you feel like jumping, you better, you better jump. You are not at the same level. Whether in terms of revelation or in terms of need, you are not at the same level. So your burdens are not the same. And suppose because you are coming for Jesus. You better jump at Jesus if you seem in a way to jump, jump. They are not seen that way. Leave them and don't judge them. I tell you. Okay. Praise God. So it was the father of the boy that said, Ah, see, my son has this problem falling to fire, falling to water. The demons will pick him. Ah, and I brought him to you. They could not. And, Master, <laughs> if you can, please, Jesus said, Ah, if I can. The issue is not if I can, the issue is if you can believe. Is somebody hearing me? But let me put it this way to you that man believed. That's why he came in the first place to disciples. You see what I mean? That believing is not just one spot thing. But disciples could not. So Jesus said, no, no, the issue is not if I can. The issue is if you can believe. Then he said something. He said, because to him that believes. Come on, help me. I can hear you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should go back here. It is, it is loudest around here. They are not talking there at all. To who? To him who believed. Who said it? Jesus. Oh, probably he was telling a lie. Can Jesus tell a lie? That means that if you believe today, something begins in your life. But that's the way it is. That's just the truth. What if I begin to believe today? He will not lie. He will never. If it's an insult, he not think he will lie. He is the truth. The embodiment of truth, whether spiritually or physically. To him that believes, all things are possible. Guess what the man said? He said, I believe. And really, that tells me that he believed. But then he thought, I believe. But why? He said, now help my own belief. My question now is, here is this. Did he get what he wanted? Yes. Did he get his boy healed? Yes. Oh, my sh- Let me say this quickly in the name of Jesus. For, because God will never leave himself without a proof. I mean it. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. There's someone here today. Your case is absolutely impossible by the world standard. But before a month's time, In the name of Jesus, I say, 30 days, you will return. In the name of Jesus, you are coming back. You say, why? God will prove this message. He will prove it. He will prove it. You see what I'm saying? God sealed in the covenant and he kept repeating your descendants. He left it from you We have a child. He said, your descendants, your descendants, your descendants, your descendants until it happened. No minding the fact that man will always go back and go back. Every time man went back, God is saying, this is what I said. Man will struggle and this is what I said. And can I declare to you, I and the children that God has given to me we are for signs and wonders in Israel. Oh yes, in our generations we are for signs and wonders. When I say that I mean my children, and by my children I mean the whole of the Fountain of Life Church and anybody who will listen to any message that God gives me to preach to my generation. You will be signs and wonders. in the name. Why are you so sure? Because he told me! And of course, you know that it's everything that God tells you that you never fight. So if you are, fi- if you are finding fight in certain areas, it's because God has finished the work. It's a done deal. <laughs> Maybe two more scriptures. But the question is this: If Abraham was not barren at seventy-five, all this drama wouldn't have happened. Yep. So can we then begin to say that all things indeed work together for good? Yes. Hey, don't compare yourself with anybody. All things work together for good. You know what that reminds me of quickly? Second Corinthians chapter twelve. Yes. Quickly, verse nine. Yeah, I'll take two more scriptures. Whoa, whoa. Somebody say, why is he bouncing? Why is he so confident? Uh, if I'm not confident, what else will I do? If, if I can't trust God, who will I trust? Uh, uh. Second Corinthians 12.9. 2 Corinthians 12.9. All right. And he said to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, everybody read with me. Aha. Uh-huh. For my what? Come on, help me. My strength is made perfect in weakness, therefore, most gladly, I will. (laughs) What that? What the now? Can you see why the prophecies came the way they came? Don't think God is dead, don't think He's asleep, don't think He's too weak to help His grace. My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect. Can I have it amplified quickly, quickly? You know the story. You know the context of this. He said, because of the many revelations that I have, and to prevent pride, God gave me this, you know, son in the flesh. He said, and it was so disturbing that I went to God, fasting and praying. Three times. When I go to God, I get results. This time around, nothing and before the devil would come in to begin to play with my mind I went to go. and said what's all this God says my grace is sufficient what's important is that God answered once God has answered you no lie the devil can hold anymore but he said to me my grace this is my favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough come on I want to tell somebody here today I said this is enough for you his grace is enough for you His favor is enough for you. His mercy is enough for you. Enough, sufficient for you. You don't need anything extra. It is sufficient for you. Glory be to God in the highest. Against any danger. And it enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and my power. Okay. For my strength and power are made perfect. What fulfilled complete in your weakness. Now you can appreciate why. Say, see, I have nothing. And you are saying this. God answered you. Showed you something. He came back again. This is Eliezer. Uh, yeah. Afterwards uh, then uh, the, the wife. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And see, God is so interesting. He will put date when he wants you to know date. By the time this thing was happening, he uh, said, and Abraham was 86 years old. And then the next chapter says, and when Abraham was 99, <laughs> who says God doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> hey if you believe God you are on a journey of possibilities <laughs> you will never be stranded in life I promise you in the name of Jesus yeah. never in the name of Jesus there must be something in which somebody is confident, anyway. And I'm not judging anybody. Some choose to be witches. Some have some some some, some have chosen to be uh, what do you call them? Witch doctors. Some have chosen to be cultists. Different areas. But I, and I believe you. I have chosen to make Jesus our Lord. Yeah. There must be something with somebody's confidence. I said, so why will anybody be surprised that I make my boast in my Lord and I challenge, I assure myself, and I fight my war through Him? Why is anybody afraid? Why is anybody angry? When I say, my God, we deal with who deals with me. Why are you angry? And that's the much I understand him. And it's getting better. So leave me alone with him. I want the third party between Abraham and God here. Just make sure that you are following the right door. The blood of Jesus. I say that to say to you, this is your year of covenant. Yeah. You are a covenant child of God. Yes. I know what I'm talking about in the name of Jesus. <laughs> For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled, and complete, and show themselves most effective in your weakness. When it gets to a place where your power can't do it, you see, too, see the, 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 the nature of man is pride, and we are so prideful, true. This is our nature. So we disturb god because we must try to take, take part of the glory we disturb him. god is about to do something when you see that god is going to number 10 he's going one two three four five then you jump in at six so that you can take uh you mess it up stay quiet submit yourself to him to submit yourself therefore to god by so doing you resist the devil and he will flee he says humble yourself under the mighty hand of god your promotion can be unstoppable. Uh, uh. He said, So I will. When, when I am weak, when it becomes obvious to me, myself, that ah, except God. God said, That is when His power is most effective in my life. He waited 99 walk before me and be perfect. He's done all he could and he has, he has spent himself. now he had to wait for God tell neighbor, say, only believe because to him that believes all things are possible. One version says Therefore, I will celebrate. Celebrate what? Because my power can't do it anymore, and that positions me for. The, she was saying positioning this morning. That positions, positions me for the most effective power of God. Or for the power of God to be to be most effectively work, or to most effectively work here. What last scripture second corinthians chapter 1 second corinthians 1 second corinthians 1 from verse 8 yes what we do on sunday morning is that we meditate on the word of god we find life and we find substance for our journey all right shall we go for we do not want you to be ignorant brethren of our trouble which came to us in asia that we were burdened beyond measure above strength so that we despaired even of life. Nine. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Ten. Who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us in whom we trust that we still deliver us. Now, you can't really get it well because of the King James English. Shall we see it in the New Living Translation? And, or amplify, new NLT, please. I want you to see this. We think we ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. I think it's clearer. Okay. In Asia. We were. Yeah, good. And over. You are getting it now? Uh huh. That was Paul, writing to the church. And overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, it was beyond what we can handle. We could handle. We were overwhelmed. It was too much for us, and we thought we would never what. So they thought they would die. Paul, not so. Paul, it was on a missionary journey. He said the torture was so much, man. We literally were giving up almost in our mind. Look at the next, the next verse. In fact, we expected, come on, everybody read. In fact, we expected up. All right. You see what I'm saying? Put it back. But as a result, come on, help me. As a result, come on, help me, buddy. wake up. As a result, we stop relying on ourselves. All ah! right. Hey! You want to know the secret? Why this man is still going? Why it's not been totally cut down? And it can never be cut down? Why it cannot be cut down? In fact, we expected to die. But as it's always we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to do what? Rely on God. Who what? Raises the dead. We were so despair. We were oppressed. We thought we would die. We saw death coming. But then, he taught us to stop laying upon ourselves and rely on the God who raises from the dead. You are coming with death? Well, depending on we who raises from the dead. You say, I will kill you. I'm um, depending on the person who will stop death. He won't let you kill me and he will deal with death. If I have dealt with death, your best weapon he has destroyed. So what's your problem? Now I want to put it to you this way. Maybe the reason you are going through what you are going through, number one, one, God is teaching you how to hold on to get it because you will get it. You didn't get me. Amen. I say you will get it. As long as you are holding on to God, you will get it. That's not one lesson there. Number two lesson. It teaches you to rely on, to stop depending on yourself. Please give yourself a break. Come on, get off your own back. Let God do what only him can do. It's the covenant-keeping God. Yeah. Put it there. Who raises the dead? Next line. Next verse. And he did. Come on. Did he do it? I can't hear you. Did he do it? We were so pressed, We thought we would die. But then we realized that this are our Just stop, stop. Let God. Let God. Let God. And he did it. Now watch. Put it back. I want to something. And he did rescue us from what? Mortal danger. And he will what? Rescue us again! Put it back. We have placed our confidence in him. And he will what? Continue. <laughs> Tell everybody, come on, a child of God! That puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. Believing is a journey. No wonder God counts it for righteousness. He taught us to stop trying. Let him. He did it. And he will do it again and he will forever continue. Shall we rise? Shall we rise? I want you to begin to praise his holy name. And thank him for ways he never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never fails. I have a God who never never fails who never fails who never fails forever amen my jesus never fails amen jesus never fails fails. never fails. My Jesus never fails. My Jesus never fails. Time just didn't allow me. Would have gone back to Abraham and and see how the methodology of the Lord in His life. The Bible said He who against hope hoped. And that was where I got it from. When you believe God, you know what you are saying? You know what you are doing? You are moving from a place of hopelessness. From a hopeless end to a place of endless hope. And in that place, miracles always in that place, there's an attitude that comes over you. Expectation. Something must happen. <speaking in Spanish> <speaking in Spanish> <speaking in Spanish> What we're just saying is that I've come to know this way I will never Turn back from it Jesus is the truth, the way and the life The only way To the eternal home of glory Yeah Nothing in the world can use to distract me anymore. In the name of Jesus. And what the devil thinks is not done yet in my life is for God to prove himself yet again. He will do it. He will still do it. He will never stop doing it. Why don't you just give him praise and give him all Give Him praise, give Him praise, give Him praise, give Him praise. I'm grateful. I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Wubikoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, off-town planning way in Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org.